Welcome back to the Practical Family Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Bryant. And I'm your co-host, Jordan Marzon. And we are here to kick off the first in the series of the Strong Enough episodes here on the Practical Family Podcast. This episode series is specifically for you mamas because we are here to tell you that you are already enough. Yes, you are strong enough to handle the craziness that life throws at you. And Practical Family is here specifically to strengthen moms for real life struggles. This is a podcast to help you discover your gifts and embrace grace. You know what, moms, there are so many things that convince us that we're not enough and that trying harder is the only solution. And unmet expectations just frustrate us. Comparison steals our joy. Hoping others will change isn't realistic. More usually isn't better. And so we're saying enough already. Mama, you are already enough. Let us help you to explore some super practical ways to tap into your strengths, to live loved, and give the best of yourself to your family. Here we go, Jen. So, Jordan, do you ever feel like you're not enough? No, Jen, I'm perfect in every way. I never feel subpar. (laughs) Practically perfect. Practically, no, I'm not, Jen. I'm not. Life is really flipping hard, and I feel like every day I wake up, I have a new thing on my to-do list to try and make myself better, my home better, my family better. And uh, yeah, it gets exhausting. Yeah. We know what it's like to not feel like you're ever enough or you're doing enough or you're never going to be enough. We want to just encourage you as moms in this series, Strong Enough. So this first episode is really meant to set the stage for what we mean by enough. So enough already. Like enough not believing that you are the amazing child of God that you are, mama, okay? So let's dive into what this actually means for us as moms. You know, there was an article shared on Facebook recently. It was written a couple years ago, but my sister recently shared it, and I saw that it it had touched the hearts of so many moms, and it was a very, very simple article, and it spoke to some very specific truths. Mm. It first came out on Motherly, And the article is called, To the Mamas Who Don't Feel Like They're Enough, This One's For You. To the mom hiding in her bathroom, needing peace for just one minute as the tears roll down her cheeks. To the mom who is so tired, she feels like she can't function anymore and would do anything to lay down and get the rest she needs. To the mom sitting in her car alone, stuffing food in her face because she doesn't want anyone to see or know that she eats that stuff. To the mom crying on the couch after she yelled at her kids for something little and is now feeling guilty and like she is unworthy. Oh, Lord Jesus, those points hit me every time. And actually this morning, Jordan, I yelled at my son for something little. What? I did. Oh, my goodness. No lie. Okay. It's okay. It's going to be all right. (laughs) And I beat myself up every time it happens. I lose my cool and I feel like the most horrible person in the world, but... This particular day, um, Asher stayed home sick because he had an ear infection. Mm. And he's crying and in pain. And he's had these things before. It doesn't happen that often. But he's just, he he needed to to take his little pain medicine. I'm like, honey, we'll treat your ear. Take your medicine. It'll be okay. But he's just the kid that, you know, until he gets over that fear of doing the new thing, in this case, it was swallowing the pain pill, correct? Yes. We all had to figure out how to do that the first time, one point. Yeah, yeah so it was, 
it was frustrating for me to sit there and watch somebody who had the answer in his hand to his problem. Literally, the ibuprofen is in your (laughs) hand. Yeah. (laughs) And not do anything about it. And in that moment, I just got so frustrated with him that I was just like, okay, fine, forget it. This is ridiculous. Like, be in pain if you want. (laughs) Go ahead. I had no grace, no compassion, no empathy in that moment. And what I would beat myself up about that, Jen, you're not compassionate enough to be a good mom for your son. You're not patient enough. You're not understanding of his plight as a nine-year-old boy who has not gone through a whole lot of life yet. What is your problem? Calm down and go love your son. And all the rest of the day, I was, and I had to apologize to him, but it still didn't make me feel like I could make up for that moment because I just chose to lose it. You know what I mean? And you just let your own value just take a huge hit because Mm -hmm. you messed up one time. We've been there. Like, I've been the one sitting in my car stuffing whatever fast food in my mouth um, because you eat it in your car because that way nobody sees you and you can throw away the bag in a public trash can somewhere uh, because... Ooh, heaven forbid everybody know that you you like a Big Mac. Mine is the McFlurries. I'm not going to lie to you. The M&M McFlurries. <laughs> They're so wrong, but so oh, right. I don't know why. But They're I so legit, good. every time I'm in the car by myself, especially like in the dark mm-hmm. and at night, and it's just been a long, stressful day, and I'm just like, I want a McFlurry. But it's great because I'm alone. I don't have to justify to anybody why I want a McFlurry. <laughs> But we know that's not a healthy choice. And so we're saying is we've been in that car. I've been on that couch. And then the next point from that article was actually to the mom that is trying desperately to put on those old jeans because all she really wants is to look in the mirror and feel good about herself. Ouch. Oh, yeah. I, I've never been satisfied with my thighs. Never? How about you? Really? No. <laughs> Jen, let me tell you a little story about my childhood. I had a big brother, and he decided that my stately thighs should not only be called hippie thighs, I should also be dubbed husky underbody, because that's how much strength and girth I carry below my belly button. And he made sure I knew it. It was also a slightly flattering term, because it meant I could take his legs out from under him in a game of backyard soccer. (laughs) But yeah, husky underbody. That's a great thing to be thinking when you're trying on pants in a dressing room, right? Yeah. (laughs) That doesn't feel good. No. No, it didn't. I can laugh about it now. But dang, that hurts when you know that your legs are chunkier than everybody else's. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing you can do. That's just who you are. And realizing that you are good enough as you are because you can't saw your legs off. (laughs) So might as well stop fighting it, right? Yeah. But just these legs, man. Like, am I ever going to reach the standard? And what is the standard? The, The real question that we are posing to you and us today is is how much is enough? Mm. Have you ever stopped to ask yourself, okay, these these things that make me feel bad constantly about not having arrived as a woman, as a mother, when will I be happy? Yeah. Like when will it be enough? Yeah. You know, and I don't see that day ever coming. <laughs> Maybe I'm just super pessimistic, <laughs> but I don't see that coming. Is never going to be enough. And didn't you talk to your sister who is a, a relatively new mom about this? Yeah, yeah, I was talking to her this week and just kind of kind of running down this list of uh, getting ready for this episode and 
And I asked her, you know, what makes you feel like you're not already enough? And she basically just ran down a list of what I think any mom can relate to. She says, you know, I I have this picture in my mind of what I'd love my house to be. And I can never achieve that picture. Like her house clean and stuff put away and... And she's got a seven, an almost eight-month-old baby. So He's stinking precious. Oh my gosh! And he needs her. And as a new mom, she's also learning what it's like to be needed. Mm. Give him what he needs, and also give the house what it needs to give her family what they need. You know, so <laughs> it's it's a huge learning curve. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we should get down on ourselves. Well, I mean, we're gonna get down on ourselves when we're in these new life situations that yeah. we've never been in before, you know. And they can take you they can take you by surprise and throw you off for sure. Yeah. yeah. But don't you do that though? I know I do that. I beat myself up for being in situations that I've never been in before and somebody has to come alongside and remind me, you've never <laughs> done, done this, this before. before. Just chill <laughs> and learn. But I can't hear that no. when I, I constantly feel like I'm missing the mark. It's us believing that there will never be enough even acceptance or love to go around. Mm. You know, like if we have to keep chasing the thing or piling on more stuff to feel accomplished. I mean, I do this. I, we talked in the last episode about being satisfied doing the things that are the, that quick checkoff list thing instead of yeah. thinking ahead to the future and going, no, I've got bigger goals than yes. this and I need to start chopping off pieces of my bigger goal rather than doing the quick fix stuff that is so temporary. But when you're living in a place of scarcity and fear, you can't handle that. Like it's literally proven brain science. Your brain cannot go out in the future to take care of your greater needs. Its goal Mm. is just to check off a bunch of things today so you can close your eyes Mm. at the end of the day. Wow. And that's... I mean, I'm, I'm picturing myself right now, like, when I let my head hit the pillow and I breathe that sigh out, I'm, like, breathing out all the stuff that I couldn't handle sometimes. Yeah. You know? Not every day is, like, the most stellar day in my relationships with my kids, with my husband. Sometimes I feel like I'm not doing enough to be loved by him even you know and that's hard that's a hard place to be even even to be in in seasons of marriage where neither of you maybe can do enough for each other and then there are seasons where it's like you know what we're struggling together we're getting through this together and it's a team effort you know we're going to go through these ups and downs but really what i choose to believe in my mind has to start there and not be dependent on anyone else but the truth that i know about myself We're just taking a quick break to hear a word from our episode sponsor. Hey mamas, just wanted to remind you that this is the first episode in the Strong Enough series and we've created a special Facebook group just for the topics we're covering in these episodes. We would love to see you over there. Bring your questions and comments about each episode when it airs once a month. Be the first to join in the discussion and get the chance to have your questions asked in the episode. We want to hear from you. Talk to each other. Answer and ask questions. Encourage and pray for one another. Use this as a community to strengthen others and get the personal encouragement you need to get through your week. Click the link in our show notes to join the Strong Enough Facebook group today. 
Now back to the Strong Enough series here on the Practical Family Podcast, episode 81, Enough Already. So, Jen, I would ask you, uh, whose standards in your head are you trying to live up to? Can we put some names to the people and the things and the expectations that for some reason live in our heads? Is there guilt there? <laughs> She's breathing really hard. She's thinking. Uh, because I know sometimes it's our husband's standards. Mm. Sometimes, I mean, I made the mistake of watching Miss Universe a few nights ago. <laughs> that was an accident. Whoops. <laughs> I'm kidding. They okay. were amazing women. So I've never been a pageant watcher, which is why it was hilarious when I ended up with my like 90-year-old grandma just sitting and watching Miss Universe. And then my husband was in on it too. And we were all like taking bets. And okay, no, <laughs> next, kidding, kidding. We were like passing Pringles around. That was the bet. <laughs> but I'm not a pageant watcher, but that set up some expectations in my mind. These women were like six feet above a microphone. You're like, holy cow, we gotta boom their whole life just so we could all hear how gorgeously leggy they are. It was just rough. <laughs> Jen, have you ever watched pageants? I make it a rule not to. <laughs> no. It's probably a good idea. After I watched that one on accident, it's probably a new rule now. Because in good conscience, I can't go and lay next to my husband and <laughs> feel like enough. <laughs> But truly, though, like like when these images, like what we're supposed to look like, what our home's supposed to look like, like all these supposed tos, right? Yeah. It's it's not the goal we need to get to is not being controlled by these fears, and that's what they are. Realistically, they're 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 fears that we cannot achieve a standard that is constantly moving, mm. you know. And, and nobody can chase that. So what we're here to do today is to say that, look, you're not alone in the struggle to feel like enough or like you're doing enough. You are already enough right where you are. Could we all stand to learn new things as they come? Sure, but you are the decider of that. Mm. Do we all need to maybe let something go that's in the way of actually being content? Yeah. Sure, but you are the decider of that. So let's give you some examples today. I I'm, wanted to pull from a sermon that our pastor did at the beginning of last year. He did it to introduce our word for the year. And our word for 2019 was grateful. But how do you get to grateful? I actually did a podcast episode about this, I think, a couple years ago, getting to grateful. Actually, if you want to go back and look in the archives, this topic comes up a lot because of the massive amounts of information that are thrown at us every day, all the time. We get sold to like every two seconds, you know, and to get to a place where we're content with exactly what we have and we're not chasing the more being more having more we can finally get to a place of gratefulness exactly where we are when we're constantly chasing something that ends up being empty we end up not allowing for enough margin in our lives and by that I mean room you know room to even not just rest but to think about what the next right thing is mm -hmm. that's important to us you yes know? so marginless living actually talks about it in the book called margin that we'll put in the show notes as well this marginless living has created a lot of overload in all of our lives jen what are some of the things that we do tend to get overloaded with well 
activities for one. I mean, can you sense that moms when you're doing too much? Maybe it's too many changes or too many choices, too many commitments, a lot of debt, lots of decisions to make, fatigue, hurry, media, people, traffic, work. Need I go on? I mean, you don't need to go on because that is a ridiculous amount of overload. I know we just rattled those off in a second, but those are so many things in your life and your day that overload you. Not to mention information overload. And this is a funny connection to make, but when a circuit breaker in a house trips, it's because the circuit was overloaded. And if you've ever been the one who got set into the base with a flashlight to flip it back on, you know that that switch and everything on it is dead. There is zero power, it has been pushed to its limit, and so it cut it off for the safety of the house. And so let that resonate a little bit as we talk about being overloaded. And there are actually red flags, mamas. If you, if you stop and think about it for a minute, if you're living from a place of not enough and you're constantly trying to be more, do more, consider the red flags that show up in our lives. And this has happened to both Jordan and I, mm. and I'm sure to many of you. So red flags to watch out for are things like exhaustion, short-temperedness, attempting to pile more on your plate, blaming others, and people-pleasing. I mean, some of these things seem the opposite of one another, but we attempt to please more by doing more and blaming others and saying, no, it's not my problem, it's their problem. I'm trying to do. Look at all the good stuff I'm trying to do, <laughs> you know? So pay attention to these inner triggers, mama, because when you don't feel like enough, it's going to short out your system, like Jordan said. It's, it's like we only have so much energy for so many things. When we don't feel like enough, it's going to back up on us somehow. You know, there is another direction, too, that if you don't feel like enough, maybe you go inward. Maybe you go mm. the opposite direction. Okay, yeah. And you don't do anything. That is kind of like decision fatigue, when there are so oh, many yeah. decisions to make, and then you just can't make any because you're so overwhelmed. Yes. You can get to this place where depression will set in. Yeah. Some of us do shut down. Mm -hmm. Whether it's for a moment or whether it's for a month, that's a real thing too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've definitely been in those those states of depression when I've experienced loss, when I've just felt so underappreciated that mm -hmm. I've questioned my yeah. existence. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There are these dark, dark places that I really wholeheartedly believe that the enemy just coaxes us to He's constantly lying to us and convincing us that we're not enough, that we might as well just give up. So if you've ever experienced any kind of thoughts that lead you down a path of why am I even here, please, please see somebody. Get to the bottom of why you do not feel like you are enough, even for this world, because that is a very, very real experience. Jordan, share the the um, NPR episode that you're listening oh, to this okay. week, because I think this concept is really important for us to connect as moms. So it talks about the scarcity mindset being this problem where when we feel like we're running out of resources, and typically this is seen in a monetary way, we start panicking. We start panicking because we feel like there's never going to be enough, 
and we get very, very short-sighted on what we're able to handle. That means that you spend your last $20 on diapers today and ignore the fact that the car payment or the phone payment is due the very next day because you just need to get through today. And who wants to go through life getting to the end of the week? But finally having words to say that the scarcity mindset can translate into other areas of our life, like our relationships, when we get so caught up in a loop of barely making it with our husband or with our kids that we can't break out of that and we stop being able to think ahead to loving them well. So today it's just my hope is to not scream at my kid or my hope is to not snap at my husband and all of our energy gets stuck in that spiral and we can't even begin to think maybe I should make him his favorite dinner tomorrow or you know what would be a great gift to buy for my son for his birthday. You can't even begin to think of that because Mm -hmm. you're tragically lost in this mindset of never having enough and that you're not even going to have enough energy to make it through the end of the day or enough compassion to make it to this kid's bedtime. One of the words that they use in thinking about this concept is called self-control failure. Dun dun dun. Hmm. Which is very official Scary sounding term. Yeah. (laughs) Self-control failure. It's how we make strange and impulsive decisions. We make strange and impulsive decisions. It's called self-control failure. And that's what exhaustion, burnout, and lack of margin typically tend to lead us to. So what next? I think that's the kicker is we all know we've got an issue, right? I feel it. Jen feels it. You feel it. That... There's a point where we don't feel like we're good enough. The ultimate goal of this is not to escape our negative feelings because that's just part of being humans in a fallen world is there's always going to be negative feelings. It's always going to be rough in some sort of way. But what we want to encourage you towards is freedom from being controlled by those happy feelings to get to a place where the things in your life that frustrate you and make you feel less than don't have any control over you anymore. And the only way to get control over lies is to combat them with the truth. And we have the truth because we have God's word and we know that our God is a good God and that is the exact opposite of what the world, what the enemy, and what even we ourselves in our fallen bodies can say against the good and wonderful creation that God has made. Mm -hmm. He made us in his image, number one. (laughs) Number two, he's called us precious. We are anointed when we are in him and choose to live under the truth that he's given us in his word. We are the entire reason why he came down in a body to die for us on the cross. That incredible, extravagant love cannot be surpassed by anything that anyone can convince us of. We have to set our identity in that first. But if we don't know God, if we don't know his true character, how are we going to trust that we are even enough? It starts by Mm. reading his word. It starts by washing and refreshing ourselves in the truth of his word. Going back to even Exodus, when he was helping his people come out of Egypt, it says, and he said, my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest. That's Exodus 33, 14. I'll go with you. I'll not just only show you the way, but I will go and I will give you rest. Our God is a God of comfort. 
he says in Matthew, this is Jesus speaking. This is not an unfamiliar verse, guys. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy and my load is light. There is so much more that God wants to offer you than just a comfy and cozy life. He wants you to trust him when you cannot create that for yourself. And life will throw you so many things that you are not going to be able to handle. And the moment that you don't feel like you're enough, well, you know what? In this context, you're probably right. Because we are not created to be enough. We were created to know and understand the God who created us and made us for something greater. Amen. So the truths we want to help you realize throughout this whole Strong Enough series are going to be that one, you are enough right where you are. And that number two, you are important. Number three, you are worthy. And number four, you are valuable, especially when you feel like you're not cranking out enough product for the world, that you are enough, you're important, you're worthy, you're valuable. That's you right here today without taking any more action steps. You need not do any more or any less to be loved. If that hasn't sunk in with you lately, it should today because The Lord loves you, Mama, right where you are. No matter what you do, if you don't do a single thing more, you are still valuable. Do you believe that in a production-centered culture? Do you believe that it's enough just to sit and be with your babies? Do you believe that it's enough just to sit and remember how much you're loved even? Let's get to a place together where we actually believe that we're already enough. Let's say enough already with the comparison, with the trying, with the overachievement that is to no real end. Let's believe that we're already enough in the Lord and use that to help to propel us forward and actually do the things that he's called us to do. So the Strong Enough series is going to encompass more than just you are enough because you are this is the starting point Mm. we're going to get into things like understanding personality being caught in comparison we're going to talk about why we can't see our own potential why there are different paths to growth how and why we get paralyzed by choices we're going to talk more about decision fatigue because that is a real thing on a daily basis We're going to talk about friendship and actually finding your people because you know what? If you don't believe that you're valuable enough to believe that you can be loved by someone else, that's a problem. (laughs) And you're not going to be able to break into new relationships and friendship circles if you don't realize that you have something to bring to that. Yeah. We're also going to talk about when we want to help. Because Jordan and I especially, we're natural helpers. And I think that a lot of moms can relate to this idea of offering the good that you have for it maybe not to be received as you expected. Mm. That will come into play as well. And we'll also touch on other areas of insecurity that moms go through naturally. But we need you to understand first that you're enough already wherever you are right now. You are valuable right where you are without having to do anything more. Do you believe that? 
Head on over to practicalfamily.org where you can subscribe to our email list of over 3,000 friends and hop onto the Strong Enough Facebook group where we are going to be unpacking these episodes, answering your questions, and gearing up for more exciting episodes coming your way. This has been the Practical Family Podcast with your hosts, Jennifer Bryant and Jordan Marzon. And we are helping to strengthen moms for real life struggles to help you discover your gifts and embrace grace.